because I just worry about all this stuff. And I'm like, you know what? If I just focus on what God want me to do, focus on his word, focus on getting the word to people, then everything else is going to come, right? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another glorious episode of the Tents and Tabernacles podcast, where we meet God through the person of Jesus Christ. It's your girl, Vic, here. Yes, it is your girl, Wiggy, here. We are back, episode 26. Like, That's how I just, old I am. I, that is how old she is. That is. A little youngin. Yeah. That's how old I was in 2000 and I don't know. What year was that? I had 26. Can't do math right now. Is it 2016? I don't know. I think that's right. Anyway, these episodes are just just moving along. I feel like this is just a way of life at this point. Yeah, pretty much. Yes, I will. I do want to thank the listeners. Uh, we have over 50 listens on our very first episode. I was yeah. like, what? We're yeah. cool. We're we cool. are cool. We're cool. God is cooler. God is cooler. That part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yes, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to hit the like button. Um, don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe. Yes, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, you know, do what you got to do. do. Leave us a review. Tell us how, what you think. Leave comments on the video. Leave comments anywhere. You know, join the conversation. It's not just for us. Um, but yeah, let's start with some prayer. Um, I guess I'll pray. Okay. Um, Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this time that we get to come together and discuss your word. Um, Help us put your words in our mouth so that we can explain things the correct way that we are saying what is right and not just like some kind of weird humanistic viewpoint we want to see your viewpoint in jesus name i pray amen amen because we are talking about messianic prophecy today and if we mess this up i know i really don't want to <laughs> i don't want to get it wrong i do i do not want to get it wrong people will come for us yeah people probably I mean, come for us anyway but people come for you even if you're right so let's we'll just start with that people just are weird um so we're gonna skip our highs and tries today just because we really ain't got time we have we we covered like isaiah 38 through like isaiah 58 so yeah it's a lot it's a lot and there's also some psalms in there but i don't think i highlighted really any psalms I highlighted a little bit of Psalms, believe it you or did? not. You did? Oh, I'm excited to hear. But like, we're, it doesn't fit into like what, like what we're talking, yeah, what we're talking about. So, yeah, I did read out. them. I was just like, oh, you know, it's just really, it's cool. It, I saw how they fit though with each day, each segment. Like, yeah, I can yeah. see how, um, how they fit. But yeah, so we were going to start off um, with the story of um, Hezekiah is, he gets sick. He gets sick. And it was like a really bad disease. It says he was terminally ill, like he was about to die. Yeah, but he was only like 30. 30. Really? Was yeah, because this was supposedly before the 
like the destruction of the Assyrian Empire. Oh, really? So it was kind of going like, so people have gone back and forth on like when this timing was, but supposedly he's like around 39. Wow. So Hezekiah died young then because even, um, we're about to tell y'all about to say, cause yeah. (laughs) So Hezekiah becomes very ill and Isaiah comes to him. He's like, get your life together, get your affairs in order, do your will. You're about to die. And Hezekiah's like... You're going to die. Hezekiah's not having it. He's like, no, I'm not ready to go. I'm not ready. So Hezekiah prays to the Lord and says, look, Lord, I have been faithful. I have wholeheartedly walked with you. I have done whatever you said. Yeah. And now I have to die like this. I'm not having it. No, Lord. Yeah. I was so troubled by this section, though. Like, really? the first time I read it. Yeah, because I was like, surely God's not going to, like, say Listen. yes. Like, as I'm reading, I was like, God's not going to go for that. Like, like Hezekiah is just like, ooh, me this and me that and me whatever. And, like, I done did this. And, like, I'm a good boy, God. Like, why you being mean to me? That's yeah. how I read it the first time. And so I was like, God's definitely not going to go for that. Like, Dude's just gonna die, and if anything, like, dude, like, God was giving him like a good amount of time, you know, to get his affairs in order. Like, after he prays his prayer, God's just gonna drop him dead. Like, got to, right? Mm-hmm. But then God was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, it's almost as if God is like, you're right, okay. I mean, honestly, and that still bothered me. <laughs> okay, what about it is bothering you? Exactly. That, that that he can pray like that because his did he have like a little bit of audacity in his prayer? Yeah, because it's like you really reminding God what you do for him, right? And God's like, actually, you right. I hear you. I was tripping. What? No. Yeah. Or this is the thing. What if it's not God saying, you know, you right. I was tripping. Maybe he's just like, you know. You were bold enough to ask me to live longer, so sure, I'll let you live 15 years longer. Why not? Maybe God likes the boldness. I don't know. I had to go to the commentaries for this one. Cause... What happened in the commentary? I, I didn't look at the commentary on this one. Okay, because like after I read the commentaries, I was like, oh, makes sense. Okay. So, Because like, when I tell you that like I sat with this for a hot minute and was just like... That's like, not how we like supposed that? to pray. Like <laughs> that don't how what? <laughs> um, our righteousness is like filthy rags, but apparently he was able to get a like a full fifteen years from his filthy rags, right? Mm-hmm. I was so salty. So the commentary said, <laughs> "I was a full Lot's wife, like legit." Um. So okay, this is from the enduring word commentary, and apparently. This is how they used to pray because that's what the covenant was. Oh, because it was like your works. And cursing, yes. All of God's blessings and cursings were based on your obedience or disobedience. So if you're asking something of God, you tell him how you've been so obedient because that uh. warrants you what you're praying for. 
right. And also, it brought up like some verses in Psalms where David would pray like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. David used to be praying crazy. He used to be talking to God any kind of way. And that just makes a lot of the prayers in the Old Testament make so much more sense because they had no, like, they had no point of reference in regards to the new covenant and grace. Mm-hmm. So everything that they did was works-based. They yeah. didn't know, like, Jesus wasn't a thing. So everything that they did was works-based. And I don't know why I didn't realize that until this prayer. Mm-hmm. But it was like, like, dude is really out here saying, like, I did this, I did that. And got his prayers answered because he was really cashing in on his obedience. Yeah. Like, I've I been do think, you, like, no, why am I too- dying? I, I must say, I feel like, like you said, especially with David too, and I feel like I do that sometimes. Not that I um, tell God how righteous I am, because I I never think I'm righteous at all. But um, that whole like, it's almost like he was kind of questioning, like, why is this happening to me? Like, I've been a good person. I've done everything you asked. Like, he's dying pretty early compared to everybody else. So I could see why he's just like, what is like, why? Like I should be living a long, great life. Cause that's like one of the prom, one of the promises of God, like right. you know, long life for people who serve me. So he's just like, what's up? Like what's right. the end of my deal? And then I feel like he still died pretty young. Cause he, what well, he got an extra 15 years. But if you're saying he was like 30, 39, 39, I feel like he's still dying relatively young. We we got to live to what? 54. Is that good math? Yeah. That's still young. Especially back then they were living to like 100. It is. There was a verse that came up and I'm I'm probably going to end up reading it um, because I thought it was really cool. But um, it's talking about people who like trust in God dying young. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, I saw that. Yeah, it's in Isaiah 57. I just pulled it up, but I'm about to say something. Um, the thing is, is that, like, he could pray like that. We can't. Mm. Or rather, not can't, but we shouldn't, because it holds no merit now. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, because we don't pray in our name. Like, we don't pray on our list of good deeds. We pray in the name of Jesus and his finished greatest deed, which is the cross. And so it's like... um. When we say that now, we are just being self-righteous. But back then, that was their agreement. Like, that was the contract. Mm-hmm. So he was just casting it, cashing in on the contract. But um, it's, I guess, on the other side, it was like, well, why didn't he trust that, like, this was good for him? Um, Let me, hold on, let me read this. Let me read it first. Um, this is Isaiah 57 verses one and two. It says, good people pass away. The godly often die before their time, but no one seems to care or wonder why. No one seems to understand that God is protecting them from the evil to come. For those who follow godly, godly paths will rest in peace when they die. But they didn't have, they did not have the knowledge of Jesus. So their afterlife was uncertain. So that was like the worst thing that he could ever like hear from God mm-hmm. us now it's like oh bet I'm about to be out of here it's ghetto say less. <laughs> like, say less like who I need to put in my will Lord like 
Let's yeah. Could you even imagine like someone coming to you and saying, "Hey, God say you're gonna die." At least he got a heads up. Yeah, he could have just died. Like God did not have to tell him, and God yeah. did not have to even tell him. Like, yes, God said, "Okay, you're gonna live. Like, you're not gonna die right now." But He did not have to tell him, "Like, you're gonna live only another 15 years." Mm-hmm. Like, God still gave him the grace and mercy, excuse me, to get his affairs in order in a certain amount of time. Like, for as a king, like that's huge. Like, okay, cool. I have 15 years to do X, Y, and Z establish this that and the other and then get my house in order and then i'm a dip like i'm gonna be laying there on mm. the last day of my 15th year like all right y'all i'm about to take a long nap bruh <laughs> i'm about to take a long nap that's always funny to me you know you snooze you lose and that's gonna be it for me like yeah you know? yeah I had a quick side note, and I hope this isn't too long of a tangent, but I've been thinking about it for a while now, and I was like, I, I, I clearly have to reread the New Testament again, but what scripture says to um, end your prayers in Jesus' name? Anything that you uh, pray, it's in Matthew or something Is like it that. something like when you ask for it in his name or something like that? Is it that one? Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, I feel like I was taught one time that it's like, if you don't say that, like, God doesn't hear you. But I was like, I don't think that that's, I think that's abusive and that's not no, real. I don't know. No. <laughs> yeah. God's ears aren't closed ever. That's I what think. I thought. Okay. Okay. It wasn't too long of a tangent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we are going to go back into Hezekiah later um, in our yeah. intercessory prayer section because he did something that we... Uh, don't understand why and uh, what he did is going to set off the events that we're about to talk about right now so where should we go now into what's next Um, what do you have well what i have um is isaiah 40 um through 42 and isaiah 40 through 42 basically in my opinion, is God telling everybody how good he is and how um, he's just been here forever. He's been here before the earth was established. Y'all just need to get it together. Like, it's a smooth flex. Like, the mm-hmm. all them chapters is a smooth flex from God. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah, no. It's like, y'all, tr- think this, y'all think this stuff, like, y'all think this world is great? I made it, and um, <laughs> you think that the the world can do stuff for you? Mm, I made it. So yeah, exactly, exactly. Like he says in Isaiah forty twenty five, to whom will you compare me, or who is my equal? Asks the Holy One. Look up and see who created these. Who brings out the stars by number? Who calls all of them by name? Because of his great power and strength, not one of them is missing. It's like Period. I made all the stars, bro. All of them. <laughs> I know I named them. You don't even know their names. You don't know the stars' names. Like I know every single one of their names. I had so much fun naming these stars. Yeah, like you know the constellation names cuz like but you don't know the stars' names. Like the constellations are made of stars. You don't know right. that. You don't know that. And they're probably so much more creative than like C N 5 uh 7 2 0 as a whole yes. other the stars that we try to come up with 
And I feel like even to this day, it's like, I'm thinking the stars have names and we yeah. don't know that. Mm -hmm. Y'all just want to act like they're balls of fire and whatever. I mean, sure, but they have names. Um, but yeah, in that part, basically the whole thing, I mean, I got highlights, of course, like he's telling the people like, do not fear. Like I am legit. Okay. You don't have to fear anything. Because I'm God. If you're with me, you're good. Why? But y'all don't want to be with me. That's why you're not good. Right. That's that's like, your problem. With me? Without me. With me? Without yes. me. What movie is that from? I have to figure out what movie that's from. I don't remember, but when you said no. it, it kind of sounded familiar. Um, My husband probably knows. But, um, but yeah, and then God was like, he straight up ripped on the idols. He was like, y'all ain't got no mouths. Y'all ain't got no ears. Y'all ain't got no eyes. Like, uh, in one of these chapters, he called them like uh, smooth stones. And um, like the people were the water and the wind. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Talk about erosion. Oh, I didn't catch that one. Like, yeah. I immediately was like, no wonder they're smooth stones because the people keep treading on them. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like, y'all gonna, y'all gonna use me until you use me up. That's literally what the <laughs> idols be saying. Like, um, oh my gosh. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, speaking of the idols, he, like, he even said, like, all of them are a delusion. Your yeah. works are non-existent. Like, Literally. why do y'all keep putting your trust in something that, you know, it's like, I guess you could think that it could work, maybe. Like, when things just happen, you're like, oh, it was because of the, the idol yeah. or because of the practice. But it, 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 it brings more on you later. Mm -hmm. Like, I was watching, oh gosh, y'all, I was watching that movie. Um, It's the new Disney movie, Seeing Red. It has all oh. the it has the Christian moms in a tizzy. They oh going goodness, crazy, bro. I've had they, to like shut people off on TikTok just because they keep going on. Man, I, I may make I may make a video about it, but this is my lesson from the movie, and this mm -hmm. relates to idols. Okay, I watch it by myself. My son doesn't care about movies. Uh, but in the movie, um, the main characters are Chinese, I believe. I want to say they're Chinese but some type of um, Eastern Asian and they pray to their ancestors, right? Mm -hmm. So they pray to their ancestors. And then all of a sudden uh, the main character, the little girl, she's turning 13. She, they say it's a symbol for her getting her cycle, but it, there's nothing in the movie that shows me that she got her cycle. She turns into this big red panda, right? Turns mm -hmm. out the red panda is a curse. I thought it was just puberty, but it could be puberty, right? But all in all, the panda is real. Everybody can see the panda. The mom see the panda, and it's a curse that's put on their family because their ancestor asked to be a red panda because she really loved them or whatever. And so it's like the what I got from the movie is like. Your ancestors do stuff. They worship idols or whatever. And those curses come on to you because her mom was a red panda. All of them ended up being red pandas. And what's weird about it is, I'll do a video about it later. She ends up keeping her 
well, I'm not going to call it a demon, but she ends up keeping her panda at the end. <laughs> but I was like, so you want to keep the demon? Okay, all right. Girl, Look, I'm gonna okay. This is very small tangent. We don't have time for a whole long one, but yeah, I have to say, I feel like now it's like we're getting to the like the era of woke Christians. Like, remember when everybody was woke? So mm-hmm. like everything was racist, that everything was racist yeah. and whatever, right? Yeah, I think we're still like we're getting woke. into that version of like Christians. And on one hand, great, you're identifying some things that you didn't before. On the other hand, okay, y'all, like Disney has always dealt in sorcery and mm-hmm. which that's why some people don't magic. let their kids watch it i mean yeah but it's like I like understand. this has literally been disney the whole time yeah yeah so it's, it's, just, it's like if you were against disney you should have been against disney for like 50 years now that part because like yeah. y'all are definitely watching like y'all still want to talk about cinderella y'all still want to talk mm-hmm. about you watch you aladdin beast, like yeah. aladdin and it's so it's like y'all let your kids watch that but not harry potter like Right, right. And you just got to so, talk to your kids about it. I feel like I would let my kids watch it, but we go have a conversation afterwards. We go talk about yeah, how the demons came and, enough, she's, and she still wanted to have the demon. We'll talk about right, it. Right. Like, <laughs> if they're old enough to have the conversation, definitely have it. I feel like kids are kids. So, yeah. I think that like, movie's not for little kids, though. Little kids not going to get it. It's like not for kids at all. There's not even a song in it. It's like for preteens. Mm. There's no songs. There's no. At all? I don't remember a song, not one. It, I felt like okay. I was just watching a movie, like a drama, but it was a cartoon. Mm, okay. Wow. Yeah, so it's, it's for older kids. But yeah, anyway, that was just like my little idol thing. I was yeah. just like, people be, you know, <laughs> they be passing it down to their kids. Anyway. Bro, the um, teenage girls were like praying to their ancestors. But anyway, sorry. Yeah. Like yeah. literally in the movie. I didn't realize that till like a week ago. See? Mm-hmm. See? Yeah. Anywho, that was my favorite movie. Yeah. But my point was that it's like the stuff that happens is bad and it can happen for generations mm-hmm. is my point. Your kids are going to be dealing with your idol worship. Yep. So don't do that. Um, Isaiah 42 it talks about the servant's mission. Yes. Sorry, I had it like written down so many times. Yes. <laughs> Come on, Vic. Give us what you got. Oh, girl, I just have, like, highlights galore, so it's not... I do have highlights. I have the very beginning highlighted, which is, like, this is my servant. I strengthen him. This is my chosen one. I delight in him. I have put my spirit on him. I love that. He will bring justice to the nations. Yep. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. This middle section that I have, I think it's six verses... Oh, yeah, it's just verses six and seven. Bruh. I had that too. Mm-hmm. Bruh. Mm-hmm. First of all, I will say, reading it in the NLT, a lot of the stuff sounds very similar to the New Testament. That, like, the scriptures that we've heard, like, over and over that are in the New Testament, the New Living Translation sounds very similar to those in the Old Testament. So it's easier for me to, like, connect them. Because in that yeah. first section, in the New Living Translation, um, and it says, who pleases me? And that immediately took me to Jesus' baptism. Mm, oh, son, yeah. In whom, I'm well, in whom I'm well pleased. Because mm-hmm. the spirit descended upon him like a dove. So it says, <gasps> I have put my spirit upon him. That is so beautiful. 
So like this is happening quite often. So like if yeah, if you're struggling with making connections out there in the stratosphere and the YouTube sphere or whatever, try the New Living Translation. Mm-hmm. It may happen. Yeah, I keep telling people to read a translation you can understand in regular yeah. English because then you really can make the connections. Like you said, you'll be like, because and, and you'll realize sometimes if you've read the New Testament before the Old Testament, you'll realize that the New Testament pulls a lot from the Old Testament. Yeah. Like they're saying the same stuff. They're quoting scripture. And it's it's pretty amazing. To oh, see. yeah. Jesus, bro. Jesus would just drop these like Old Testament bombs and they yeah. sound like they be remixes and they sound like the originals. Mm-hmm. And it's he, like... He be putting yeah. a little... Uh, he be putting a little sauce on it. Oh, gosh. Hold on. Right. Like be like all these different you know samples or whatever of songs these days like if it comes on i'm gonna sing the original and y'all over here singing a remix but anyway um so okay so this is this is isaiah 42 verses 6 and 7 i the lord have called you to demonstrate my righteousness i will take you by the hand and guard you and i will give you to my people israel as a symbol of my covenant with them and you will be a light to guide the nations. You will open the eyes of the blind. You will free the captives from prison, releasing those who sit in dark dungeons. Okay, I'm going to break this down. Yeah, break it um, down. Because I'm like, is this Jesus or is he talking to somebody else? Is this one of those far and near prophecies? Maybe. I only saw Jesus, so. I saw Jesus, too. Once you say you open in the blinds and you free in the captives, I am the captive. So I see you. Um, which kind of begs the question of was Jesus a symbol of the covenant with Israel and yet Israel did not accept him as the Messiah and therefore the covenant got extended to the Gentiles, which is talked about within last week's reading as well. But, but yeah, mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. like, huh, was Jesus the sign that they had been looking for this whole time? The sign yeah, of the I think it was. I think it was, I think he was the sign, but I think also, um, it was also known already and pro prophesied already that they would reject him. True. Mm -hmm. Um, so he, it was always going to be for all people because, because yeah. clearly this people, clearly Israel is hard headed. We already know that. Like God they've been hard. Times, you are hard headed. Hard -headed. A hard head I mean, makes a soft behind. I would say they've been hard-headed since Genesis, but they've been hard-headed since they formed their nation, for sure. Exodus, like, they've been hard-headed from the beginning. People have been hard-headed from Yeah, I was about to say, because I, I wouldn't even think that if he picked another people, you know, because he could have picked anybody for being yeah. his chosen people, it, it would have been different. the same. Yeah, I think it would have been the same thing. Um, yeah. Like, if he had picked, I don't know, us, African-Americans, we would have just said that we hard-headed do. We crazy. literally. <laughs> um, so, you know, um, but yeah, the if you if you haven't made the connection already, the opening the eyes of the blind and setting free the captives from prison, that is what. That's basically like, I think it's the verse. Once, once you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you will like you know recover sight to the blind and free those it's in the new testament but jesus said that his purpose was to he went about the cities doing those things 
Mm-hmm. What scripture is that? Uh, Can you look that up for me? Because I, I, I feel like I need to. Yeah, we need to. Go okay, you good. talk while I, while I look. Okay, and then <laughs> this last part, releasing those who sit in dark dungeons. Okay, I immediately thought of Abraham's bosom. Immediately. Um, these were the people who um, had faith in God, and therefore their faith was counted to them as righteousness, and who were awaiting salvation because Jesus wasn't Jesus. So, like, they were still condemned, but they were um, imprisoned in hell or in, like, the that section of hell um it's in hell mm-hmm. oh my yeah and jesus went down well went to hell i don't know if it's down but um went to hell after he died not because he was being condemned it was definitely he went down as a uh as a victor not a victim mm-hmm. um so he went down on a mission to set those at liberty wait yeah set those at liberty those who are bound in hell um but i thought nobody was in hell yet that's what i was about to bring up i'm so confused now that's what i was about to bring up because of the whole lazarus story yeah okay so there is there they're like there are verses that corroborate the Abraham's bosom theory. Um, and then when Jesus went down and set free, the I think it's in Luke that actually says that. Um, he had to set Luke, free somebody. Luke, Luke. Oh, now I have so many things to look up. Hold on. I cannot find, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I can't find the other thing. But now I feel like I got to go to Luke because I don't remember that part but i always hear people talking about like oh jesus went to hell and took the keys from satan and Mm -hmm. i'm like when i don't remember that but you know what i may have breezed past it because it had it would have to be while he was after he died yeah it was right before he came resurrected um okay so it must be in like 418 says what is the um the verse that I was talking about, it says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach, deli- mm. to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind and set at liberty them that are bruised. Okay. Yes. yes. There you go. There it is. I don't know why I was in Mark, but I was not finding it. But I thought it was in there too. Not going to lie in, to you. In Luke... I don't see that part just because is it mm. something that Jesus says to him? Cause we have just in the, in the timeline, you know, Jesus is going to get crucified in mm-hmm. like Luke 23. Mm-hmm. He's going to die. John. And then getting up gospels mixed up. And then <laughs> they bury him. And then it's like resurrection morning. It does seem kind of Johnish though. Cause John likes to talk about, Stuff like that, kind of. Um. Okay, okay. Hold on. It may not be in the Gospels at all. Yeah, because I'm like, I know. I'm like, I don't remember that part. 
stuff be hidden away like you know it's like you ever notice that so, there's like stories what? that people say are in the bible but when you look for them it's like they're not what y'all they made speak. y'all made that up or y'all read a lot into that like like the story of the devil being the worship leader like what the heck like that's not a like like i thought he was the angel of music just because his body is made of instruments what makes you think that he's leading worship oh no 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 no! no. i didn't think he was yeah no i was just thinking about him being made of music yeah he's made of music but people say he led worship and he was a musician it's like you're going too far yeah no yeah Um, look up acts 2 31 and then i'm gonna look up first peter 3 18 and 20 y'all this is real life (laughs) you got listen you got to two thirty one. I have it highlighted already. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what color is it on? How many times have you highlighted it already? Just once. Okay. It's on pink. Yeah. <laughs> See, do you want me to read it? Yeah. Seeing what was to come, he spoke concerning the resurrection of the Messiah. He was not abandoned in Hades, and his flesh did not experience decay. Mm. So he did go. So he went down there. Okay. But what does that mean for what we had learned about um, Satan dropping into hell? So there's on his fourth fall. Yeah. So like, okay, because I kind of read this today. There's different words. Okay, let me back up. Because at the afterlife in the Old Testament wasn't really a thing. There's a lot of um, not a not discrepancy, but there's a lot of back and forth speculation on what the afterlife is in the old testament mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because they don't have an assurance of christ um and so it their their afterlife is unknown so um there were different words that meant different afterlives um and so like some of those words transitioned over into the new testament because the new testament's in greek so a lot so some of the words were like borrowed from hebrew um yeah it's really it really comes down to translation but there's the lake of fire there's mm-hmm. um there's the bottomless pit like we talked about um but within the lake of fire there was like ge- Gehenna is the word, I believe. And then there's um, Sheol and Hades, right? And oh, they're different things? I thought they were all the same. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Like some of, in some, okay, in some verses they're interchangeable. Like they're used interchangeably throughout the translations. And then in other verses, it's very specific. So like, it's in the enduring word commentary. I'll send it to you. We'll probably post it on social media because it like they went in depth and I was like, okay, this kind of makes sense, but I'm not trying to butcher it because they have way more knowledge than me. And I'm, I'm not going to try to sound like, yeah, Yeah. but apparently they're different. So in first Peter three, 18 and 20 is the part where I think I was talking about. First Peter three. Yeah. Okay. 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 Here it is. <laughs> In the New Living Translation. This is 
this is why I thought it was in the Gospels because it's talking about when Christ died. But it's not in the Gospels. It's in First Peter. Okay, give it to me. So it says, Christ suffered for our sins once and for all time. He never sinned, but he died for sinners to bring you safely home to God. He suffered physical death, but he was raised to life in the spirit. So he went and preached to the spirits in prison, those who disobeyed God long ago. And in the New Testament, disobedience is equivalent to unbelief. Mm -hmm. I'll throw that out there because this is after the epistles. Um, Okay, yeah. So he went and preached to the spirits in prison, in prison, those who disobeyed God long ago, when God waited patiently while Noah was building his boat. Only eight people were saved from drowning in that terrible flood. And that water is a picture of baptism, blah, 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 blah. Uh, now Christ has gone to heaven. So he went down and preached. He went to, to set those captives free too, right? That's what it looks like. But where are they? They're not in the lake of fire. They're somewhere else in a dungeon. They're mm-hmm. in some type of hell dungeon, but it's not the lake of fire. That is that a good understanding? That seems to be. I think that I think that could be. I'm wondering now is you remember how you were like when we when we die we like go to sleep. Yeah, that but was that up again. I'm wondering if like if you do live a right like if you do believe in God, do you just get to go to sleep until judgment? And then if you don't, do you go to like a prison type place where? It's, it's, it's very sad for you until Judgment Day. And then it's like hellfire. But maybe they don't have a concept of time in this like prison place too. Maybe. We're going to have to do another church bulletin on this because... I don't... I mean, who would know? Like, you it's know, just, this isn't... This isn't I'm like confused. Yeah, like we're in active understanding. Like it's not like, oh, we got this. So now we're teaching you. We're learning. Yeah. Yeah, I hope nobody... Th- you know what's so crazy? Because this is the thing. Christians don't really read their Bible. So, like, people be, like, calling me, like, jokingly, like, oh, hey, pastor. But it's like, every Christian should be reading their Bible. I'm not a pastor because I read the Bible. And sometimes, and I like to talk about it. Like, I'm just trying to understand. You are watching us learn in real time. Mm -hmm. Um, And we just like talking about this stuff. Yeah, and we we can be completely wrong. Like, I am yeah. How, okay with how would we wrong. even? How would they know? How would they, how would we know? How? I'm trying to figure out how Peter know on where me. Jesus went. Where? How you know? Did Jesus I mean, tell you? Know, revelation knowledge and whatnot. You know, he yeah. had the maybe like you know, not everything's written down. Oh, maybe Jesus told them by like, look when he came back. Like look, this is what I went and did. But maybe. I mean, I don't. I need to dig some more because that's definitely. We're going to dig. We're going to. Yeah, we have to dig more. Oh, that could be a good thing to dig for um, before the Easter live because that definitely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We got stuff to talk about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Okay, maybe we should move on. Um, Oh, we can talk about Isaiah. Huh? We're doing really well in front of us. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about Isaiah. Let's move on to like Isaiah forty-three section that day, because I know we both have something to say. If you guys, we I know we always talk about the chosen, like we're chosen freaks, mm-hmm. but 
if you've seen The Chosen and you've seen, I want to say it's episode one, um, when uh, Mary, is episode one or episode two? I think remember? it's. I think it's one. Whichever episode it is, it's at the end when uh, Jesus finally comes on the scene and Mary uh, Magdalene, she's like having some trouble. She thinks God has abandoned her. um, But she has this like scripture that her dad used to always tell her, which is Isaiah 43. Yes. Mm -hmm. I definitely was like, what scripture is this? Where is this? When I was like mad judgmental of the chosen, when I first watched it, I was like, Jesus ain't never said this. But he might have though. Didn't say it, but Isaiah said it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? When I first watched the shows, I didn't make the connection. But when I read this time, I was like, oh. I heard Jesus in the chosen <laughs> saying it. And I was like, I almost, Bro, I almost cried again. Yes, I was like, I almost started crying. So if you've seen the chosen, Jesus, uh, Mary's like, she's going through it, she's depressed. And she, Jesus comes up behind her, he calls her name. And she's like, who are you? Like, she asked him who he is. And he says, hold on, I'm about to get the scripture out. Because, who is so good. Oh, oh, it's so good, y'all. He's like, thus says the, <laughs> thus says the Lord. Oh, my God, hold on. So she's like, who are you? The Lord who created you. And he says, wait, is it 43 one? Yeah. Does he say, thus says the Lord? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't have the King James version because I'm like, where is this? Yeah, it's definitely in King James. Yeah. Okay. He said in the King James version, but and it was very dramatic. But he calls comes behind her and he said, Now this is what the Lord says. The one who created you, but it really says Jacob, and the one who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. Mm. You are mine. Yes, yes, yes. But do you know my name? Yes, yeah, <laughs> yes. Oh, I wish we could like insert the clip right here, just <laughs> so y'all can see, like how Jesus was Ooh. like, "Girl, I know your name because I'm God." Oh, Stop playing goodness. with me. But for me, just I mean, y'all, y'all, I want y'all to really listen to these key points, okay? the lord okay so in in this he's really talking to israel right but if you were to think about it he's talking to us all he formed you he created you he has redeemed you and he knows your name he called you by name think about like um i love testimony videos there are many testimonies where people will be like i heard god call my voice or i uh, my name i heard god call out to me like they're not lying they don't even know the bible and this is happening to them it's real yeah. life like he knows the exact number of hairs ooh. on your head he knows everything he knows your name he knows your name that should be exciting for you like if you believe in god the fact that he knows your name should be exciting if you don't believe in god you like just think i'm a crazy person but like this pales in comparison but like this apparently is like a good way to kind of put this in perspective if you were walking around and you look up and beyonce is in the mall and she looks at you say that i'm you right and she says victoria i would poop myself like 
<laughs> yeah, because that would be crazy. It would be like, like why do you know how, me? You know my name? You're Beyonce. Like, that's the level. Like, yeah, it's like, more than the level. It's, it's, mo- all, like, it's, that's it's crazier than Beyonce. Yeah. Like, and it's like, think about think about it like that. The way that you would freak out mm-hmm. in excitement and joy and feel validated and whatnot if your favorite celebrity says your name or knows your name. Mm-hmm. God is even more than them. Like God's even higher than them. Way higher. Way higher. Yeah. Than and Mary did freak out. She started crying really bad. Oh, as, as would I. Oh, as I did watching the show, but and you know what's crazy? It don't matter how many gate. times I've watched oh, it. I've seen God. that episode like four times. I still cry. I cried when the girl on TikTok did tell me you know the chosen without telling me you know the chosen. Oh, she is so funny, bro. She's hilarious. Yeah. Um, they really need to have her on the show, but that Yeah, I don't know how they have it yet. You should see. Did you see her new one where she's doing the like the the trend is like uh what's your favorite cuss word or whatever? Oh yeah. That one was good. <laughs> I'm like, yes, you better, you better say it, girl. Right. Um, how did I do that? Okay, let's keep it pushing. Uh, let me see. In this, in Isaiah 43, 44, 45, this is like God is bringing Israel back from exile. And this is like, in, this is, is Isaiah, because this is, it hasn't happened yet. Isaiah is prophesying that they will be brought back from mm-hmm. exile because, um, Israel is going to be taken into captivity by the Babylonians, the very evil And that's like King Nebuchadnezzar, right? So that's in Daniel. I think so. I can yes. And I don't know when we're going to get to Daniel actually. I don't know how far uh, yeah. away we are cuz next week we're like in Nahum and Zephaniah. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, cool." Um, oh, but I do want to get real quick in that little segment. I wrote a note and I was like, "Who is Cyrus?" <laughs> Bro, in uh, I want to say Isaiah forty-five, he's talking to this guy named Cyrus, and I was like, "Is Cyrus a picture of Jesus, or is Cyrus a uh, Cyrus Cyrus?" And Cyrus is another prophecy. And let me tell you, this prophecy is so cool because this is how I know this is real life because this is prophesied two hundred years before Cyrus is born. Yes, and then Cyrus is born later. And he becomes the king of uh, like Persia later, and he um, he defeats Babylon and he frees the Jews to go back to the Promised Land. That's how you know it's real. That's how you know it's real. All right, Period. all right, all right. Period. Like for real. So who is Cyrus? In Isaiah forty-five, Isaiah talks to this guy named Cyrus. God announces um, his name. He's like that. He will be the deliverer for his people he was a pagan king he wasn't he wasn't a believer he was just being used by by god in a a mighty way and he was very nice like he wasn't one of those like evil guys like he went he defeated babylon and he was like you know y'all should go back to where y'all came from just go you know be free you know uh, oh, and God had poured out his spirit on him. That's why I was thinking, mm-hmm. was it a picture of Jesus? Because um, Cyrus had an anointing from God, from his work. God poured out his spirit on him. And let me see what else I wrote down. Yeah, I mean, it's just like he had the spirit of God on him, but he wasn't a believer. Cyrus didn't know God, yet God anointed him 
blessed him and used him. But yeah, God announced all this before the fulfillment. So wow. like, um, if Cyrus read any of Isaiah, he probably was like, whoa. Like that me. <laughs> yeah, like is this play about us? If, I feel like <laughs> if he wasn't a believer beforehand, but he if he came upon a scroll of Isaiah and he saw that, he was a believer after that, because that's just wild. Like that is wild. Like yeah. when I read that, I was like, I don't know. I may have to make a video about it because it's just too it's crazy. Like that's a prophecy that I know, like it's plain as day. Yeah. That that Isaiah literally wrote down Cyrus. That's real. It's it says it multiple times like, in that chapter. Yeah, like and Cyrus is not born. And Cyrus is a real. You can Google him. He's a historical king. It's real. He's a real life person. It's not a made up Bible. It's not made up. You can't get around it. For you people who like to say things aren't historically accurate, he's there. Go look it up. But yeah. Um, what else where's what are we going to go to next you want to go to i think a lot of the prophecies of jesus were like in um like isaiah 50 or do you have any more in the 40s oh no i know uh before that like uh isaiah 46 through 49 god is still showing off again there's no one like god that's the the premise yeah um and they, they talk about the the fall of babylon yeah um, 44 22 um, I haven't seen this, like, I guess, terminology in a while in the Old Testament. So it kind of stuck out to me. But it says, I have swept away your sins like a cloud. I have scattered your offenses like the morning mist. Oh, return to me, for I have paid the price to set you free. Oh, that's good. I haven't heard the, I have paid the price to set you free in a while. You said that's 44 what? 22. Oh, I had that highlighted. <laughs> oh, and then um, this kind of speaks to what I was saying before of how like like a while ago, how I was like, we are the ones that have this good and bad, like it's our perception of what's good and what's bad in regards to things that happen in our lives when God is in control at the end of the day. And so like if it happens, it's for our good, mm -hmm. right? So in 45.7 of Isaiah, it says, I create the light and make the darkness. I send good times and bad times. I, the Lord, am the one that does these things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what mine says? Mine says, I make success and I create disaster. Dang. <laughs> if, that yeah. ain't, if, if that ain't clear, I don't know. What yeah. And when I read that, because that's my second highlight on that one. I remember just thinking, like, your life can look like, or it can be going crazy. There can be disaster. But at the end of the day, if God is in control and he, mm -hmm. and he can create disaster, then you just got to almost, like, ride the wave and just, you know... Or, or does he only create disaster for people who, like, hate him? I don't know. I don't know. It, it doesn't specify. It just says I make success and create disaster. So yeah. I just know he makes everything. He's in charge. And Because, like, the flood was, was a disaster, and Noah still had to live through it. He did. Yeah, I, I'm sure he, he was on the boat, but, like. He, but you think he really wants to be on that boat with all the animals? Probably not. 
I mean, it was a better option, but did he want to be there? No, uh-huh. that wasn't. I mean, it it probably stunk in there. Yeah, really, I mean, think about the poop. Where are they putting the poop in the water? Oh, they're pooping. People don't think about that part. I think about these oh. things because I know it's real life. That there's animals Probably in the water. There's like a billion animals on the boat. They got to poop. So do the humans. We all got to poop. And now it's in the water. And now there's poop water everywhere. Billions I mean, of shoot. gallons of poop I water. probably used it to, you know, fertilize the land later. But like, ew. Maybe so. I mean, just, I mean, you have to dissolve or something. Because think about when the water yeah. starts going down. There's just mounds yeah. of poop everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Random tangent. Um, bu- 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 what else do we have, y'all? We had a lot of um, we had a lot of chapters, and Isaiah is very dense. So don't. Do you want to talk about us. the whole like husband thing? I kind of do. Widow thing. What chapter was that in again? Because I remember reading. I was like fifty-four. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Are we skipping the prophecies of Jesus? Oh no! <laughs> or or we could go out of order. It doesn't matter. Oh no 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 no! I my phone like exited it out and I had to come back and so I was just scrolling through what I had. Oh um, I okay. Didn't go back far enough. Look, so, the only thing that's keeping us on track is this outline that I made. That's it. Bro. That's the only thing because I was like, there's so much that we have to read. I had to write down what chapters. Because I was just like, otherwise, I'll just be lost forever. Yeah. Um, I but I yeah. do know Isaiah 50. Not that I have any notes on it, guys. <laughs> but I do know Isaiah 50, 51, 52, 53. I wrote down prophecies of Jesus. I have 50, uh, chapter 50, verse 6. Oh, this is a good one. I gave my back to those who beat me and my cheeks to those who tore my beard. I did not hide my face from scorn and spitting oh actually i oh yeah do i have yeah that's the one um that's definitely jesus oh you said what you said it's chattel slavery bro no i was like that's probably definitely been misused in chattel slavery oh oh they definitely misused it you you don't think you look i can't remember from my video how much of Isaiah was Isaiah in the slave Bible? You would think I know that because I made a video of it, but now I can't. I don't. I'm not sure, but that's scripture. I mean, that's scripture I've heard before. In there may have been a little bit, yeah, in the sense of like, like that was like, oh, you, you a good slave, like, yeah, if you yeah. did that, yeah, yeah, and I'm sure they used it like that because they used things and twisted it mm-hmm. to try to manipulate. I mean, people still do that now. We're talking about the slave owners, but. If you go to any type of um, church that is has their spiritual abuse going on, or you go to, uh, you know, we've dealt with cults before. There's a lot of spiritual abuse there. They will twist scripture in order to control you. This yep. scripture is not about us. This scripture is about Jesus. Jesus gave his back to those who beat him when he was going to the cross. Before he even was going to the cross, they were beating him, flogging him. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if y'all seen Passion of the Christ. It's an old movie, but uh, it's very graphic. And they were beating him, his back. His back was tore up, very torn up. 
Like I could barely even watch it. I don't. I wonder. I wonder if I could watch it now. I was a kid, I, so I don't think I should have watched that. I was a. Yeah, I, was I watched like, it as a kid too. Like when he's. We watch it at youth group. Yeah, multiple <laughs> times. Like, and like, like rated R. Every year at Easter, they only play that clip. Yeah, I can and I'm still like, this see is the burn in my brain. Like I, I could can... still see his face. You know what I could see? The part where they had the the thing that whipped his back grab onto his yes, skin and rip off. I haven't even seen that movie since I was what what year did that movie come out? I, I think I was a teenager. Know. I don't even know, but like I things but like I can still see it and I've only seen it once. Or maybe I saw it twice, but I haven't seen it since I was a kid. And like they oh my gosh, what year did like legit? I should not have nightmares from. 12, yeah, I thought I was fourteen, two thousand and four. But I do. I was thirteen, fourteen years old when I saw this. I can still remember at thirty-one, almost thirty-two, this full his flesh being ripped off by those little barb things. I was nine. You shouldn't have watched that. I should not have watched it. I don't even know if I was ready at fourteen. I think. Whoa, I was terrified. I, I might rewatch it now, though. As an adult, I may have a different. Uh, I'm scarred. Sorry. I, <laughs> I may be scarred too, but I may try to get as an adult. Um, uh, let me see. Did you have so any? Highlights? I have a fifty-two. 13, Chapter fifty-two. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I have I have, I have those too. But I mean, I have a uh, fifty-one. I have something at fifty-one. Before we get to fifty-two, yeah, you can go. If you would, uh, if you would like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, hold on, yeah, go ahead. Okay, I don't know what I was. Let me see. I hope that this is this Jesus. I don't know, but I wrote it down. Fifty one six through fourteen. Oh, why? Why did I write that? Oh, I had four and five. In fifty one. Mhm. Okay, then that's long. Should we read it? <laughs> I guess I don't. Uh. Okay. Okay. We're gonna just do it real quick. Okay. Uh, I want to do her four and five. Pay attention. Oh, Wait, oh, should you ahead. do four and five or should I just do all of it? I like in the NLT. You do four and five. Okay. Listen to me, my people. Hear me, Israel, for my law will be proclaimed and my justice will become a light to the nations. My mercy and justice are coming soon. My salvation is on the way. My mm. strong arm will be will bring justice to the nations. All distant lands will look to me and wait and hope for my powerful arm. Nice. Mm. Bruh. Mm. Every time they say the salvation, mm. I'm just like, yeah, it's Jesus. <laughs> it's Jesus. Cause it's like, he's the ultimate salvation. Yeah. Um, what I had, and I think this was basically me. Cause what was going on? Oh no. I'm going to read it anyway. And we're going to see what I was thinking. Um, look up to the heavens and look at the earth beneath for the heavens will vanish like smoke. The earth will wear out like a garment and its inhabitants will die like gnats, but my salvation will last forever Hurry. and my righteousness will never be shattered. Listen to me. You who know righteousness, the people in whose heart is, is my instruction. Do not fear disgraced by men and do not be shattered by their taunts for moths will devour them like a garment and worms will eat them like wool but my righteousness will last forever and my salvation for all generations wake up wake up 
arm of the Lord, clothe yourself with strength. Wake up as in days past, as in generations long ago. Wasn't it you who hacked Rahab to pieces, who pierced the sea monster? What? Oh, I think I highlighted this because, okay. In 11, it's like, and the ransom of the Lord will return. And come mm-hmm. to Zion with singing, crowned with unending joy. Joy and gladness will overtake them. Yeah, that's why I said that. Yeah. Because I was like, what? Oh, and then in 14, it talks about the prisoner is soon to be, be set free. He will not die and go to the pit, and his food will not be lacking. So it goes back to our conversation about where people go. So it's the pit and the other synonyms for pit, the pit. Yeah. That's where you go. If you not if you tripping, but if you not, not tripping, shit. you will not die and go to the pit. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, let's move on. Fifty two. That's all you. Okay. I have, this, I have the same thing, I think, uh, highlighted. Okay. Um <laughs> Okay. I'm gonna do thirteen through fifteen because I had highlights before that, but it'll take too long to dissect them so i'm just gonna do 13 to 15 oh goodness allergies man oh it's so bad right now so bad i thought i was getting sick and i was like no it's just pollen yeah (laughs) pollen's kicking my butt yeah i'm so Um, congested so yeah so this says see my see my servant will prosper he will be highly exalted but many were amazed when they saw him. His face was so disfigured, he seemed hardly human. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, no. Okay. What happened? Oh. Sorry, my thumb was doing a lot. His face was so disfigured, he seemed hardly human. And from his appearance, one would scarcely know he was a man. And he will startle many nations. Kings will stand speechless in his presence, for they will see what they had not been told. They will understand what they had not heard about. Mm. Pontius Mm -hmm. Pilate was told by his wife the night before, like, bro, do not crucify this man. He is innocent. Yeah. They did not even serve the Lord. Mm -hmm. His wife had a dream. This is something that they had not heard about. They were not learning in school. They did not go to Torah school. They did not go. Like, this is not something that they grew up learning. Yeah. This prophecy was not something that they even cared to know. And yet, these kings, well, kings, leaders, were speechless. He was like, no, send him, send him to his own people. Let them... Let yeah. them say if he's guilty or innocent, because I'm not going to do it. He didn't want to have nothing to do with it. And I think his wife, she, you know, she could have also just been like, it's just bad to kill innocent people. Like, dude, like, that is not going to work out well for you later. Like, don't do that. Don't do that, honey. Don't. Like, I'm not sure if she really knew the magnitude of who Jesus was, but Probably she not. knew, but she, but she knew, uh, this is not right don't do that wow yeah definitely his face was disfigured oh my goodness uh was i have 53 what did i have 53 oh i have 53 do you which ones do you have i feel like i have like two 10 through 12 i i was look first of all this is what it was i have like everything highlighted i have like two through 12 (laughs) I have like two through seven and then like nine 
through 12. Like, mm. I, I don't know why. I just, so I, think like I, not I left out eight for some, <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> why did I leave out eight? Oh, but you know what? I wanted mm. to read this part in two. Um, yeah. It says he grew up before um, him like a young plant and he took root of dry ground. He didn't have an impressive form or majesty mm. that we should look at him, nor appearance that we should desire him. Um, one time I was in this Bible group and he was talking about the appearance of Jesus. And he was saying how like, you know, in movies and depictions of Jesus, you always like imagine him as this like tall, like handsome dude. And he's like, mm-hmm. he wasn't <laughs> like based he was on like, regular, regular, schmegler. Yeah. Like, like based on like scripture, it's like, he probably was short. Probably. Like, like culturally, ethnicitically. He's <laughs> probably short. Yeah, and it's like, like here, it's like he's, he did not have an impressive form. Um, and then in three, it's like he was despised and rejected by men, a man of suffering who knew what sickness was. He was like someone people turned away from. He was despised and we didn't value him. That part stood mm-hmm. out to me. We didn't value him. Isaiah was like, y'all go mess this up. I'm just writing it down so y'all can know. But <laughs> he's like, y'all are gonna I'm not gonna mess this up. Like y'all you're are you're gonna you're gonna you're not gonna value him. And they did it. They they really came for him in a bad way. Did you have four? I should have had four. Four is good. Oh, this Bro. is this is I know it's Jesus. Okay. Okay. This whole y'all. thing is Jesus. This whole thing. It's it, it's on my yellow highlight, so that's the second time. Ooh, special. Yet he himself bore our sicknesses, and he carried our pains. But we in turn regarded him stricken, struck down by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced because of our rebellion, crushed because of our iniquities. Punishment for our peace was on him. Y'all know Jesus was pierced right in his side. Mm-hmm. That's that's the um that's the prophecy right there. It happened for real. Yep. And that's historically accurate too. Historians who are not even Christian will tell you how Jesus died and how they pierced him because that was the way to make sure people were dead. That was like a thing that they did. Mm-hmm. Um, where was I? Mm-mm-mm-mm. And they didn't have to break his legs. That is a nod to our Jesus in Passover episode. Oh, yes. Yes. Is it weird <laughs> that like I want to do Passover? Like, not every year, but, like, just once. Like, can we, like, go to Jerusalem and have Passover? <laughs> I just want the experience. I just want, like, an authentic Passover meal. Mm-hmm. Huh. I don't know. I don't see why not. Why can't I I don't do either. I mean. Yeah. Or maybe I could figure out how to do it here. But I don't know. For some reason, I want to. Um, that would be really. Wow. I'd probably be... cry the whole time. Yeah, that would be cool. I think I would legit cry the whole time. There's no, there's no if ands buts about it. We have to put that on our list of things we have to do one day, and we yes. should film it. Um, yes, yeah. But uh, you said you had fifty three. What? Because I don't want to keep reading the things that you had. Ten. Oh, you had ten. I had a lot. <clears throat> I had a lot. Uh, oh, this is good. Uh, Isaiah fifty three seven. He was oh, oppressed yeah. and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth like mm. a lamb led to the slaughter, <clears throat> and like a sheep silent before her shearers. He did not open his mouth. Nope. And, yeah, and Jesus, he was just taking the beam. He was just like, 
They don't know what they're doing. It's okay. This has to happen. I have mm-hmm. to die because otherwise they have to die. Yep. It is so crazy that he would do that. That is, I mean, it's not too crazy because it's like you're God. So you know that you're not going to die, but you know you're mm-hmm. going to die. But you have to experience all the pain. Like, that's a yep. lot. Mm-hmm. Like, that cross is heavy. Mm-hmm. I don't even yeah, know. not to mention all of our burdens are heavy, too. Yeah, and you had to bleed for them. Oh, I can't wait to tell y'all about how um, in the Gospels, we'll talk about it during our life, how in, like, three of the Gospels, uh, or is it the other way around? I don't know. Some of the Gospels have, like, Jesus carrying the cross, and some of the, and then, like, one has uh, the other guy carrying it. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. Um. Anyway, uh, da, da, da. ooh, this is a good one. Did you have nine? Yes. No, <clears throat> but eight is actually something that ties in. So yeah, read eight. Uh, okay. Unjustly condemned, he was led away. No one cared that he died without descendants. That his life was cut short in midstream. But he was struck down for the rebellion of my people. Mm. Yes, he was cut down short. You know, like he was only thirty three. Only thirty three. Like that's <clears throat> that's a young buck in the game. Yeah, he just started. You know, but I mean, he he was here for the time he needed. He fulfilled his mission, and he's out of here. Um, the chapter. I mean, chapter verse nine. Uh, I it stuck out to me this time. Yeah, he was assigned a grave with the wicked. I think mm-hmm. this is also a prophecy because he was assigned, or well, it's a prophecy, but think about this. He was assigned a grave with the wicked, but he was with a rich man at his death because he had no violence and he had not spoken deceitfully. This spoke out to me this time because you know the grave that he was buried in was a rich man's like tomb. Mm-hmm. How would Isaiah know that? Unless God told him. Yeah, for sure. That's and then crazy. And then it was like, wow, why was it so important that Jesus was buried in a rich man's tomb? I don't know. But also saying that he was buried like a criminal. Mm-hmm. And it just speaks more to like our futility and sin where it's like the the lusts of this world. Like he was buried <clears throat> in the tomb of Somebody that says, like, it's easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle than the rich man getting to the, the, get heaven, um, which is not what you think it means. But, it, yeah. Um, the eye, okay, I'm going to do it real quick. Real quick, I promise, real quick. The eye <laughs> of the needle is an actual door. Um, it, that's called, yeah, it's called the eye of the needle. And it's a short door. And so it's very short and very narrow. Um, and so that for a camel to go through it, the rider has to dismount and take off all of the load for the Mm. camel to get through and then bring in all of the stuff and put it back on the camel. Yeah. So that analogy there is not like big camel in like the little door, uh, like, cause I mean, I thought that it was, like, the eye of, like, a needle, like, mm-hmm, like me a too. sewing needle. Yeah. Um, but no, the eye of the needle is the actual door. And to do that, you have to remove possessions. Yeah. 
And that would be a lot of work for a rich person because you have a lot of possessions. And so it's not going to be, it's not saying that you can't, but it's not easy. dying to yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Like literally giving up everything so that you can, giving up all of your stuff so that you can gain all of God's stuff. And um, it's it's harder for a rich man to do that because he has a lot of stuff. And so to tell him to deny all of that stuff is like, wow, like, I built all this stuff and now I have to deny it. It's easy if you only deny in two pennies. Like, okay, exactly. Like, I'm a yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You it's harder when you, two pennies? Say it's like. harder when you have, you think you have more to lose. Yeah. Um, yeah. So fun fact, that's what that analogy means. But yeah, I think it's interesting that he was placed in a rich man's tomb. Yeah. When he is everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> Let's see. Uh, you had 10. 10 was crazy. 10 through 12, bro. 10. What does NLT say? Uh, uh, mine says that the Lord was pleased to crush him. Well, this, does he say he was pleased to in yours? But it was the Lord's good plan to crush him. And oh, cause good plan. Grief. That sounds better. It does. <laughs> Yet when his life is made an offering for sin, he will have many descendants. So remember in 8 when it was like no one cared that he didn't have any descendants? Mm-hmm. In his death, he was able to gain many descendants. He will enjoy a long life because now he's in eternity, and the Lord's good plan will prosper in his hands. When he sees all that is accomplished by his anguish, he will be satisfied. Oh, that just brought me back to Eden, where it was like, "And this is good." Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. That just it like gave me goosebumps when I read it. And because of his experience, my righteous servant will make it possible for many to be counted righteous. For he will bear all of their sins. Mm. Yes. Amen. Mm. Amen. Carry them. Carry them. I don't want to yeah. carry them myself. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, and then 12. I forgot. That was 10 and 11. 12 says, I will give him honors. I'll give him the honors of a victorious soldier because he exposed himself to death. Oh, gosh. He was counted among rebels. He bore the sins of many and interceded for rebels. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. CSB says because he willingly submitted to death. I like that too. Oh my goodness. Like he gave himself it. over. And we see, I mean, we see that if um, you know, when you know, he didn't want to do it. Jesus was in the in the garden of Gethsemane, he was praying like for real. Do I really have to go through that? And it's like, yeah. So he had he had to willingly submit to death. You know, crazy out here. Um, where are we at? Let's go to. Did you have anything later? Did you have anything in fifty four um, through fifty eight? I have uh fifty five one, which yes, um, <laughs> yes, just all of it, yes. <laughs> It says, is anyone thirsty? Come and drink. Even if you have no money, come take your choice of wine or milk. It's all free. Mm. Salvation is free, y'all. It's free. Salvation is free. You don't have to do a thing. Well, you do have to do a thing, but it's you have long. to believe. Yeah. But it's you have to like, believe and submit. Cost, it doesn't cost you your life in death. No. It costs you your life in living. Yeah, does yeah. that make sense? Like it costs you. You live your way. That's yeah, what it costs you. that which your way dying is trash. To, dying anyway. to yourself. Yeah, your way is trash. I'm just letting yes. you know. 
It's it super is. trash. You're going to be like the little girl in seeing red being a panda bear. Panda, panda. <laughs> have you seen it? You have to watch it. I'm not going to watch it. Oh, okay. But it's not because of all of that. It's literally because I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of boycotting Disney right now. Oh, okay. That's that's all good. I like to boycott until they give us uh, an African American movie that the main character doesn't turn into an animal and or an uh, a non human being Mm, for the remainder of the movie. Yeah, like in Soul, he died. I was so mad. Yeah, now we have Encanto, and they've redone Mulan fifty million times, and the and seeing red. It's like, come on now. Yeah, I (laughs) agree. I agree. Um, okay, what else do we have here? Um, okay, what? I'm so what? I'm so sorry. If we can I read fifty six yeah. three through six and yeah. then we can like do the Babylonian thing because we're running out of time. Yeah, do your thing. Okay. Because this I, think I, about I have us. that I have that highlighted too. Oh yay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's actually it's like I'm gonna do three three eight because <laughs> we're gonna have to extend it. Actually, yeah, I have three two seven. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Cause this talks about us. Mm-hmm. Um don't let foreigners who commit themselves to the Lord say, The Lord will never let me be part of his people. I can stop right there. But I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> yes. And don't let the eunuchs say, I'm dried I'm a dried up tree with no children and no future. For this is what the Lord says, I will bless those eunuchs who keep my Sabbath days holy and who choose to do what pleases me and commits their lives to me. I will give them within the walls of my house a memorial and a name far greater than sons and daughters could give. For the name I give them is an everlasting one. It's It will never disappear. I... Um... I will also bless the foreigners who commit themselves to the Lord, who serve him and love his name, who, who worship him and do not desecrate the Sabbath day of rest, and who hold fast to my covenant. I will bring them to my holy mountain of Jerusalem and will fill them with joy in my house of prayer. I will accept their burnt offerings and sacrifices because my temple will be called a house of prayer for all nations, for the sovereign Lord who brings back the outcasts of Israel says I will bring others too besides my people Israel. Mm-hmm. Bro. That's us, that's us, that's us. That's me. That's, us. that's me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I don't look for me in the Bible, but that's me. That's us. No, I was thinking like I told my dad this one time too. And I've I was gonna tell other people maybe in a video form. Because especially with this whole like tour observant movement that was going crazy for a while, I'm like, y'all, we the Gentiles, we the foreigners, y'all yeah. not the Jews. Calm, calm yourself. You are, you you are the foreigner. You are the one that's ex- like this one is for you. That one, that's awesome. That is proving that mm-hmm. the that is proving that the gospel was always meant for all. If mm-hmm. you want God, you can have him. Mm-hmm. He's not exclusive. He's not just for Israel. Mm-hmm. He was using Israel as an example mm-hmm. of 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 things that you we need to know and learn. Mm-hmm. But he's for everybody. If you want him, go get him. 
Period. You want to keep his commands? Go. He's not going to say, mm, no, nah, you were born in the wrong family, dude. I know you want to worship me, but eh, not feeling it. No, it's not happening. He said, do not let them, co- like, do not even let them say that the Lord will never let me be a part of his people. Yeah. Yeah. Don't even, I'm not even finna let you say that. Yeah. And if anybody tries to tell you that, if anybody says, mm, no, that's not for you, that's not your God, you tell them, you point them to Isaiah 56. But as far as a few other places. Actually, if I want to is. serve him, he's, I can. And he said, he's welcoming with open arms. Come on. He Period. wants us all. He ain't make humans yeah. just to only have one subset of them. That's. Nope. Quite ridiculous. Everybody in the club serving Jesus. Hey, hey. <laughs> oh my goodness, my goodness. Yeah, that's all of my um, like highlights. Yeah. That I guess After that, I'm about to say, yeah, we're gonna get into um Hezekiah in a second. Uh if y'all want to read um Isaiah 58, it talks about like true fasting. Read that. Yeah, um, we don't have time to go into we it. We don't have time bro, to go into it, it's but good. it's really good. I highlight like the whole thing. It's Literally. really good. Um, but sometimes y'all be trying to fast to move God and to make things happen, and this is not sorcery. Mm-mm. You fast when God tells you to fast. Yep. You know. That's all I have to say. Okay. Into intercessory prayer. If you're new here, intercessory prayer is our segment where we talk about the people in the Bible that did things that we were like that one, right. Or they made dumb decisions or they did evil things or, and we they think needed that prayer. they needed prayer. If there was somebody who could have been interceding for them, maybe things would have gone uh, differently. So uh, we were talking about Hezekiah earlier, right. And mm-hmm. Hezekiah, after he um, prays to live longer, he does get to live longer, but then he does something stupid, which I don't know if he thought it was stupid at first, but it was. It, it ended up being not just his downfall, but the entire nation's downfall. Not even gonna hold you. Um, remember that verse in the beginning that I read, where it was like, "You don't even know that God is saving you from evil." Mm-hmm. Like for those who, um, who like are godly and who like pass away before their time. Because yeah. in that 15 years of him having life now, he did the dumbest thing in his entire reign. Yeah, he was a pretty good king besides that. Literally. And God was like, okay, I'm going to take you out now so you don't do that. He's like, nah, God, I've been good. <laughs> Let oh, me stay. Do you think that's what it was? That God was like, mm, I'm going to have to kill him because <laughs> he's about to trip out. I don't know. That's crazy. But God like, also he literally caused, like he didn't just do something dumb that like affected him. He cost the whole nation. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, and it's because he was showing off a little bit. Okay, so let's give the people the story. Okay. Um, do you want to give them the story? You can you because I'm I'm freaking out right now. I'm like on, on I'm at a 10. I'm at a 10. <laughs> okay. Like somebody so, else so basically, this story is in um, Isaiah 39. I want to say 2 Kings 20 and 2 Chronicles 32. Yes. I want to say. So oh, no. Hezekiah, he recovers from being sick, right? So there's a king of Babylon. And this is not, it doesn't say Nebuchadnezzar yet. At this, It says at this time, Moradak, 
Baladon, son of Baladon, or Baladin, king of Babylon, he sends letters to Hezekiah. He's like, hey, I heard you were sick, but you got better. You are, you, you're doing good over there? So Hezekiah was like, oh, he checked on me? Thanks. Um, so the Babylonian king, he sent envoys, right? Uh, envoys mm-hmm. are like messengers, right? Mm-hmm. Is that true? Okay. I think so. So Hezekiah... This guy was so excited that he got these letters and these people who 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 brought them. He starts showing off the kingdom. He starts showing off everything. He shows them the treasure house. Uh, the treasure house has the silver, gold, the spices, and the precious oil. Uh, he shows them all the armory. He shows them like he there was nothing. It says there was nothing in the palace he didn't show them. Right? He he showed them everything, and he Do thought that he was just cribs. He with the that, yeah, 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 he did. <laughs> so, so Isaiah knew something was a flip. Isaiah comes and he's like, who are these people? Who are they? Isaiah's like, they, uh, I mean, his guy's like, they the people from Babylon. They, uh, you know, they checked on me. So I'm showing them around. Isaiah's like, what you, what did you show them? And he tells him that he, she was like, there's nothing I didn't show them. Isaiah was like, Dude, Mm-mm. this is this is not good. After that, Isaiah tells him, he said, this is the word of the Lord. Look, the days are coming when everything in your palace and all your predecessors have stored up until today will be carried off to Babylon. Nothing will be left, says the Lord. Some of your descendants who come from you, whom you father, will be taken away and they will become eunuchs in the palace of the king of Babylon. Is, is that Daniel? No, Daniel wasn't a eunuch, was he? But he wasn't, wasn't he like a servant, though? He was uh-huh. like a, he was somebody in there. We're going to get to it. But I feel like he was like working in the palace. He was like an important yeah, person. Yeah, I think he was a cupbearer. Mm, okay. I, but yeah. I feel like my pastor he, just said on Sunday. Uh, then, but this is what what killed me with Hezekiah. And this is why he had intercessory prayer, too. In Isaiah, because, you know, there's different versions. And mm-hmm. I'm going to see what he says in the different versions. But in Isaiah... Hezekiah is like, the word of the Lord that you have spoken is good. For he thought there will be peace and security during my lifetime. Because what's going to, this whole Babylonian thing is going to happen after Hezekiah dies. So he's like, well, well, I ain't going to be here. So I'm cool with that. (laughs) It's like, how can you be? You should, you should be sad. Like your kids are going to have to deal with, deal with this. Um, he said, "Not see. my circus, not my monkeys." I clock out in fifteen years. Yeah, you're right. In Second Kings, <laughs> I'm on 20, my break. <laughs> in Second Kings twenty, it says, "Then Hezekiah said to Isaiah, the word of the Lord that you have spoken is good.' For he thought, why not? If there will be peace and security during my lifetime, right? But then in Second Chronicles, it says something a little different. Let me see. He actually did. Hold on, where was it at? Ah, this is how, this is what I thought. He had a little pride. Um, let me see. Da, 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 da. Oh, wait. Oh, I don't know. In Second Chronicles 2, it says, however, because his heart was proud, Hezekiah didn't respond according to the benefit that had come to him. So there was wrath on him, Judah and Jerusalem. Then Hezekiah humbled himself for the pride of his heart. He and the inhabitants of Jerusalem so the Lord's wrath didn't come on them during Hezekiah's lifetime. 
So that's like almost like a little different of a story. Well, like his response could have been the pride. Yeah. Response. And then it's saying like, instead of quoting it, it was like, yeah, his heart was jacked up and Mm -hmm. he was definitely not holding up his end of the bargain. Like you just got given 15 more years of life and you just like, well, that ain't my problem. Yeah, that's fifteen years. That's how it read. Feeling, um, and God was like, "Oh, word," but then He was like, "I, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad," and then God was like, "I, bro, I, I thought I almost dead dude said something," you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, yeah. needed some prayer because who Jesus? That's just so wild. Like to me, the biggest mistake is I was trying to help. That was a mistake. That was a mistake that he showed. He was just showing off and stuff. But then you just being like, well, okay, well, I like that word from the God from God because at least he's like protecting me from the Babylonian captivity. But it's like, dude, your people are gonna be in captivity for seventy years. Mm -hmm. That's a long. You are their king. Like you said, I'm gonna be gone. People, I'm out. I'm out. See, see, now he's not worried about dying relatively young because he's like, Well, I ain't trying to be in captivity. I'm out. Goodbye. But yeah, that's probably the end of what we have. Uh, um, friends, let me see. Like I said, if you guys are reading along with your girls, um, next week we will be finishing Isaiah. Yay. Yay! So it'll be Isaiah fifty nine through sixty six, mm-hmm. um, and then we will still be in Second Kings and Second Chronicles. I think that's almost over. It has to be. Um, and then knows, we'll, we'll be in we'll be in Nahum and Zephaniah. Yeah, and more Second Kings and Second Chronicles. So should be interesting, but more prophecy. I've never come. read Nahum, and I've never read Zephaniah, so. I feel like I like Zephaniah, but now I can't remember what happened. But mm-hmm. I made a list a long time ago of my favorite books in the Bible, and it's on there. Um, Nahum, not- I can't remember what was in there at mm-hmm. all, but I know I read it. But did I comprehend it is the question. Don't know. But, friends, uh, make sure you like and do stuff. Um, Subscribe. Do all the things, you know. I'm getting sleepy now. I think I'm running out of steam that part of me too. Uh, we're still going to have our Easter live. Don't worry. We're going to, I'm going to start making like little graphics for it or I may try to employ Vic to do that because she's better at it. <laughs> um, but I may, I'll probably this week start reaching out to the people we want to participate. Um, so I'll put together something like semi-professional and be like, hey, come join us. This is what we'll be talking about. And I'll I'll make a list of the topics. Um, and then so all the, also the audience, y'all can join us as well. We want it to be really interactive. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Thank you for all the listens. Um, thank you for more, uh, new subscribers. We went up like one subscriber on YouTube, I believe. Woo! Um, we still want to get, I still want my miraculous 100, by, but that's, we have like a few weeks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so do you have anything else to say? Mm-mm. All right. Bye. Peace and love. Bye.